listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Trying to box me in How the fuck am I supposed to win But booby stay cool Like I'm West Coast pimping the swing I'ma keep doing me I just pimp with a pen Till the day that I reach my end I'ma always do me first fuck Before I let you win Ronnie J is my next again And to be frank Motherfuckers I ain't taking from him I don't care for the size critique Stone. Even had people tell me I should leave it alone How you gonna throw rocks but you don't want the throne Try and keep a nigga out of his zone You ain't never wrote a rap in your life Or even had the balls to put yourself on the mic But you talk about me If I talk about you, you won't buy my CDs I'm talking about y'all, tell me what it's gonna be I'm just You act like a bunch of ladies Cause all you ever do is cry like a bunch of babies Do you really think that your opinion is Joe Would switch my flow? You fucking crazy You done fell down and bumped your head You can suck my dick, that's what the fuck Joe said Simple and plain, I wanted you to catch that shit I said it, I meant it, so no, I don't regret that shit But I still got fans that keep it real with Joe They love my cocky persona and the ignorant flow They say, fuck him, get ignorant, Joe My manager told me to murder everything So I'm killing him, though and I don't really give a fuck if you quote my shit But it's me, and I should know, cause I wrote my shit Guess this game truly is the gift and the curse You said you with me, so I know you gon' love this first Whoa. Both hands crusty, chillin' with my man Rusty, low down, blew off the burner, kinda dusty, the world can't cut, touch, goes purple tape, Ray co-host, money hall, expo, intellect, your rare pro, sun trifling, fuck wildflower on the cycling, pick up the brew, thought I was Michaelin, hey, welcome to the Black Out Test Podcast with your host Rod and Karen, and we're in the house, uh, yes for- we are. A very special um, holiday edition of the Black Guy Who Tips. Um, yes, pre-Christmas. Yes, the weekend before Christmas. Yes, it is. I know a lot of people don't even listen to the show from the feedback show until like Monday or whatever, you know, except for like the 20 or so people that listen live, yeah. you know, when we do uh, the live show on, on Saturday morning, you know, it's 10 a.m. I, I, I get it. I know why you're not up yet. Um, I know they unlike us. Yeah, but uh, we do have your feedback. That's what today is all about. Uh, it's all about the listeners and the people who write and put in on this, whether it's monetarily, whether it's just fee- voicemails, emails, um, comments on the page, voting uh, on, on after on each show's uh, poll. It's that that we do this for. And, uh, you know, on this Christmas, we like to say we're thankful for you guys. Well, excuse me. We are. Yeah. We are thankful for each and every one of you, everybody that plays on iTunes, Podomatic, Stitch Radio, however you download us, however you get us. We want to tell you 
thank you because you guys have made this year an awesome year for us that's right and uh the year's not over yet but we do have more stuff to talk about we want to tell you guys um thank you for all you do and we would also like you guys to continue to do what you do. Let me tell you how to do what you do, just in case you're listening right now. You're like, what are they talking about? What, what feedback? How can I do this? This is my first time listening to the show. Um, you can go to theblackoutist.com. When you're at theblackoutist.com, you can do a bunch of stuff. You can vote in the polls. We have a poll for every single episode of the show. And uh, we use that scientific evidence, and we talk about it on feedback shows, and we discuss uh, what we've learned this week, and we will be doing that shortly. You can also leave comments. Um, as of right now, you can leave uh, your nominations for uh, the Tippies, our first ever award show mm-hmm. um, that we're going to be doing. And uh, we're still taking nominations all the way until mid-January, so you still have time if you're thinking about it. Going if back you, and listening to the old episodes. Right. If you need to have the minute mark, if you want to have... If some something that we need an audio clip you need us to pull we need to know the minute mark so you're going back you're listening to that stuff we appreciate that and we do. Um, yeah you got plenty of time you got plenty of time to do that uh you can also do stuff uh like donate to the show go to our store check out our tumblr and our facebook page all from the blackoutist.com you can even donate your account on social media so that you can help us spread the word about the blackout who tips podcast obviously if you're listening you like it Right? Yeah, I hope so. I hope you're not listening and you hate us. I mean, I know that that's a thing for some people, but don't don't be one of those people. Like, go listen to something you yeah, do like. All I ask is that you leave us a five-star review so we can read it on iTunes. That is another good point. Another way to give us feedback is the email, theblackouttips at gmail.com. We have a phone line where you can leave a voicemail throughout the week, 704-557-0186. Sometimes talk to us live depending on how the show is going on feedback and how what count, what time Karen's getting her hair done and stuff I like that. I know it's so. Uh, might not be too many calls a day. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yes, uh, I got to look good for Christmas dinner. To, to, well, actually, today for us. Yeah, you got uh, banana pudding you got to make. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, we got the black folks, but I look, Christmas is in the middle of the week. Mm-mm, we doing it Saturday. But we're not just going to rush through this and give you a half-ass show. Nope. But Yeah, you can go to iTunes and leave us a five-star review on iTunes if you say anything about us on iTunes. And it has five stars attached to it. We will read it on the show. As long as it's what, Karen? Five stars. That's right. Only five star reviews will be taken seriously. Whether it's critical or complimentary. I'm trying to tell you folks out there to be like, you know what? I want to promote my stuff on Roz and Karen's show, you know, but I don't want to pay all that money for a sponsorship. Five star review. We will read your sponsorship, y'all. Yeah, but um, since this is the Blackout Test and since this is a special occasion, since this is a feedback show, we thought that we would do it up uh, pretty big and start off first with a Nagasaki bomb because it is that time of year, y'all. Uh, for those that don't know, a Nagasaki bomb is simply eggnog, and you put it in a glass, a big glass, hopefully, enough to submerge a shot glass full of sake yes and, and, and then you just drop it in there like a bomb like any drink bomb and then you chug that shit chug 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 ah ah tastes like racism so good mm. that's delicious all right mm. So, uh, let me get myself back together if I can. Like, mm, that's good. Want another one? <laughs> Let's start off uh, the Christmas show 
uh with some christmas music is, is that okay karen that's fine with me all right man well you're listening to tbgwt radio and it's the yes. christmas edition yes and um we would like to give a shout out to michael Bree love that just went off the air right and we're <laughs> taking over right now we're your 10 a.m morning hour for the black christmas we'll be all we'll we'll be right back with all of your black morning feedback radio talk as soon as we play some of this song don't touch that dial it's got jam on it yes it does We all living the good life, yeah. Though it's 40 below the windshield, and we wipe the snow up off the windshield. Still, wonderful night to be alive, baby. And I'm so happy I'm with my baby. And we a little late with the Christmas gifts, rushing for the mall. Don't trip, you know I drive crazy. The streets lit up, it feel like Christmas officially. Told her that you to start at the top of my Christmas tree. My only question is, where my presents? She said, she got a gift for me that ain't for the kids to see. Well, I like the way you think, mommy. Now pull some more eggnog and we drink, mommy. You been a bad girl. Get Santa three kisses. Gave her the hot chocolate. She said it's delicious. <laughs> Come give a kiss to Santa Claus. Mom and Dad, I won't be home for the holidays. I'm over 800 miles away. In the city that's so pretty. Where the hustlers dash through the snow without a sleigh. Tell my family that I'm sorry that I gotta stay. I'm with Yay at the Macy Day Parade. Letting the snow fall on my aviator shades. Even though I'm in New York, York I'm still rapping for the A. We go through it the mall. Even though we ain't falling, feel like we falling The mistletoe's right here. Don't give a Christmas
You know what he's talking about? Uh, uh, Christmas in the hood, but he got money. Yeah, I don't know. They got a bunch of rich niggas rapping about poor Christmas and shit. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Y'all, y'all got money. Y'all that poor. You know how poor we are. Beyonce, Kanye, Cameron. Yeah, you know how poor we are. We have to buy eight PlayStations versus 25. All right. Well, up next is Christmas rapping with Curtis Blow. Everybody knows that. That's old school right there. Curtis Blow and his Christmas <laughs> rapping. <laughs> hold it now. Wait. Hold it. That's played out. Hit it. You give me all that jive about things you wrote before. I'm not jiving. <laughs> Why I rap in my too tight pants. <laughs> hey. Yeah, he was rapping a different package in them tight leather pants. I know. <laughs> With my rat tail. <laughs> uh, let me give some uh, shout outs to the people that donated this week uh, to the podcast. Of course, we have uh, Tamika. Tamika H, we appreciate you donating to the show. I believe this is uh, her first time donating. And, uh, Thank you, sweetie. She's honored to be a recurring donator. Even uh, better. Thank you, honey. Mwah. The Tickler, he hit us with the recurring donation. We'll see you next month. Yes! Cameron B. Yes. <laughs> he hit us with the return, recurring donation. Appreciate that. Nick the Jew, who, oh, man, Nick, she sent us some steaks and burgers and, like, potatoes and stuff from Omaha Steaks or whatever. Like, I, I was shocked. I first of all, I didn't know that was a thing. Like, I've Me seen either. that sign. I've seen people talk about it. Yeah. That's a thing that you can just send people meat in the in the mail. Like, yeah. it's amazing. <laughs> Me either. I went to go pick it up. They was like, we ought to be spending dinner with you. I was like, oh, okay. I, you know, I, I, was yeah. like, I was like, oh, I just said it was a big old box. I was like, oh, okay, we got, we got a box of stuff. Thank you. I opened it up. I was like, wow. Yeah. It, I- it really arrived in uh, what looked like you would deliver uh, organs in. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yes, it was like. Here's your heart. Thank yeah. you. Be sure you put this in the freezer so it doesn't spoil. Yeah, just in time. But also, she had us a recurring donation. Thank you, Nick Jew. Thank you, Nick Jew. We love you, girl, and I will see you next month. Um, This donation is from H to the Dizzo. He says, the show is on is great point blank period thanks h to the dizzo Thank we appreciate you. it uh william h he, he hooked us up with a recurring donation we'll see you next month william h maurice november and the only reason i say his last name is because it's so fucking cool uh we appreciate that recurring donation maurice mr november andrea 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 c she hit us with the with the donation, the one-time donation, but we appreciate every time the donation, Andrea. Thank you. No matter how big or how small, right. y'all keep this ship going. It's Christmas, and we need y'all. Uh, this is for my girl, the legal hawk, aka the ratchet lawyer, aka at your hood lawyer, sir. At your hood lawyer, Shirley Wong. Esquire, please say to Esquire, she says, Merry Christmas, Feliz Navidad, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Festivus. Thank you. Thank you, sweetie. When I am lighting my Kwanzaa hay tonight, I will think about you. <laughs> when I pray to the African God of Rain. Uh, Professor LCH, she hit us with the donation. She says, Professor LCH here, ho, 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 and I wish you a Merry Christmas. I wish you a Merry Christmas. I wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy Django. 
Oh yeah, because we will be jangling up on Christmas Day. Thank you, ma'am. My mom thought the movie release got canceled because the kids got shot last week in that um that 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 school. And I was like, Mom, uh, I like. I've been seeing ads for it to come out on Christmas Day. And ain't nobody said nothing about it's been changed. Yeah, I don't think anybody would cancel that, man. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's coming shooting out. No shooting. I just saw Tom Cruise shoot 100 people last night. I think it's okay for I, a black man to shoot some people. I do, too. Of course, our next song that's up is by four men out of Atlanta. Yeah, who, who are didn't... now boys? Who no? Who, who are now? Who used to be boys? They are boys, and now they're men. Right. And they want you to know, ladies, you can let us know on them. Why? Because they are grown ass men now. <laughs> they are all grown up. That's right. These men have an affinity for the canes of black fraternities and uh, sweater vests. So, oh, of course, with the tie, we gotta yeah. have a tie too. But it's let it snow by boys and men. Um. Let me uh, get back into some other feedback, Karen. We have uh, people that are still nominated people for the Tippies. Yes. That's right. The Tippy nominations are still going on, people, and uh, we're going to read some more of them. We are up to 39 different comments on this thread. Woo! Keep them coming, y'all. So it's just more work for... Uh, now I'm like, slow down. So, you know, we don't really need this many. I mean, if you already said the people, so don't repeat the people. You know, we see the nominations. Uh, so, yeah, at this point, uh, I would say nominate different people or shut the fuck up. Because it's just more shit for us to read, okay, people? Uh, I love y'all, but come on. Come on. Keep the comments coming, y'all. No, I mean, keep them coming, but I'm saying try not to be redundant. This is a math game. It's only nominations. It's not votes. Um, Patrick says, uh, wait, did we read Patrick's last time? I don't remember. Worst guest. Reading it twice. Worst guest. Fire number 317, Girls on Girls. Funniest moment, Deidre talking about throttling her ex's prostate. <laughs> Which is funny. That was funny about that. That has happened multiple times because pretty much every time Deidre's on the show, I have to ask her about it. Of course. Um, best feedback participant, non chill, Eddie Long impersonator. No, sir, that's really Eddie Long. Uh, best argument, <laughs> 303, nerd is the new cool. Chloe versus Shirley and Karen about the employee getting fired after donating a kidney to her boss, then getting, <laughs> then getting fired. Um, Ailey, it's a long argument. It's like 12 minutes, so we probably won't put that on the feedback show. But, um, yeah, that's Karen and Shirley arguing. Uh, Brian. Clove. Yeah, we're close. B. Cole says, best guest individual, Sarah J., Mr. Moody, and Larian. Not sure how it's spelled. Well, it's not spelled that way, B. Cole. But close enough. I know who you're talking about. Best guest as a group, Mr. Moody. Operation Cubicle. Which Brian Cole is part of. I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? Nothing wrong with that, brother. Wait, did he just get his pink slip for them? Yeah, I think he did get laid out from Operation Cubicle, though. But, I don't, but, but he, you know, he's you still know, ex-employee root for the team. Right. A lot of layover, but must have been an amicable firing. Um, so. Oh, yeah, it was really peaceful. He got his, you know, be sure they paid him all his PTO time and food. Right. He got got his know, severance. Yeah, got his 401k. Be sure, be sure you roll that over, dog. Uh, Will and Justin, he also nominates for best guest as a group. We're still not decided to have we're going to let Will or Justin be nominated. I know, right? Yeah, I feel like they're kind of honorary co-hosts at this point. And uh, they always asking for co-host rights when they was negotiating. I Remember that, people, when they went on that lockout? Yes, they did. Mm-hmm. They struck from the show. Uh, worst guest, fire, funniest moment, Deidre versus Larry, episode 121. Brandon and Chris versus Feminista Jones on Twitter. 
best feedback participant non-chill gabby and eddie longstroke best episode gabby got a nomination hey best episode brandon and chris versus feminist jones on twitter i don't think that was the name of that episode but i know what you mean best interview sarah J. operation cubicle robin key best chill moment all the chill moments when she goes in on gabby best guest individual justin this is from jada lawrence mm-hmm. lawrence uh unless he has a co-host status then larry yeah that's what it's looking like to me too um all right we got an- another song coming up here y'all um this is from somebody that has passed on but they still left us some good christmas music for y'all to think about and be sad and cry uh it is whitney houston mm-hmm. the first noel and she was singing her ass off, y'all. Yes. That's right. Whitney Houston is dead, y'all. And this is this is nowhere with some soul to it. Yeah, I, I, I was watching the, the league last night, and uh, they, they told Taco, uh, Taco. I mean, not Taco. Rafi was on there, and they were like, um, he's like, we should do something with Whitney Houston. He's like, uh, Whitney Houston is dead. He's like, what? Oh no! Does Michael? Who's gonna tell Michael Jackson? Jackson. <laughs> like they both did. <laughs> then they just cut the commercial. I love Rafi on that show. Um, all right. So where was it? Oh yeah, Jada Lores. Um, she said best group guest is uh, Nick Jew. Art to the edgy, keeping it Cali. Worst guest Fire and Twigs for exact opposite reasons. Funniest moment. I have two to episode two seventeen. You know what? You write discussing Ray J's crazy radio rant. I remember that. <laughs> uh three sixty one, Mystical's Day Off, the whole mystical discussion. Yeah, Karen was uh, killing me. Best feedback participant, non chill, Toya. Best episode, Mystical's Days Mystical's Day Off. I almost got hit by a car because I was laughing and lost my balance standing on the curb waiting for a street car. That's how serious this got. <laughs> Yikes, man! These stories about us almost killing people. I don't know how to feel about these. I had to pull my phone. trying to kill y'all, right? It's like we losing fans out here. Uh, best interview, Clove and Shirley. I mean, you do interview them a bit as guests. All right, I was just trying to get them in because I think they're awesome, and I already nominated Nick, Jew, and Reggie. Well, I mean, that's what the voting is for, you know. Yeah. Uh, best argument, she left blank. Couldn't think of one. That's because we were so nice. Best chill moment. <laughs> Cussing dude out for agreeing that Florida is supremely ratchet. Cowards from Broward get sprayed and day. I will forever be it will forever be one of my favorite sayings. I've tried going through the feedback shows, but I can't find a clip. Sideways face. That's fine. Uh Sherry. That's Sherry's Joy on Twitter and of course co-host of Scarcasm Live and host of her own casual conversation. Yay. She writes in. Yeah, Karen. I know I'm saying, oh. yeah, you know, you got to say casual conversation. You got to finish it out with yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Best guest group, Sherry and Scarfinger. Best guest individual, up for discussion, Jay. Best impression, Rod's impression of Sherry. Best feedback, I don't remember that. I, I mean, it must have been awesome, though. Of I'm course. So I'm so good. Uh, best feedback, participant, non-chill, Stephen Richards. And best interview, Coastly, the podcast. Hey, Sherry, if you find that minute marker when I did an impression of you, you let me know. I will play it during the feed, during our show where we uh, have the awards. Yes, we will. Cameron says, best impressions need clip. Raw impression of someone on fire with Justin being the operator. <laughs> uh, uh, the, quote from, the quote from that part from Justin, do you need KY Jelly? LOL. Karen's Elmo impression. Oh, we got another another song coming on now. This one is by uh, a group I don't listen to often, but a lot of old people do. It's The Emotions. 
And what do the lonely do at Christmas? Yeah, this, this is, is old school. One of the saddest Christmas songs just for people that want to sit around sipping bourbon. Yeah, with other lonely people, they end up getting up and fucking anyway. So in the long run, you are not alone for Christmas. Mm-hmm. I say get your ass out of that house and take yourself to a party or something. Yep. the season to be jolly. Somebody always got to ruin the party for everybody else. Man, Black Christmas song so good. You can just hear the lust in her voice. Yeah, like I said, you know what? You will not be lonely at all for Christmas. You know, I know they go, what do the lonely do? Right. They fuck. That's That's what what they do. Yeah, you will never be lonely for Christmas. And we've said this, and I will stick by this. All black Christmas music make you want to fuck anyway. Yeah. So even though you know you might be alone listening to the song, you thinking about somebody, you calling somebody. Yeah. That's why so many black people got September and October birthdays, man. Of course. Because it's shit like this. <laughs> uh, Karen's Elmo Preston. Uh, best guest individual, DJ Mike Hitman. Best guest is a group five starter crew. Uh, wor- uh, funniest, uh, worst guest fire. Funniest moment. Episode 312, Return of the Morning Jones. Uh, anyone got some pork chops? I'm hungry. That's when, uh, Mike, uh, the hit, DJ Mike Hitman yeah. was on there. Uh, episode 397, what do RG3's braids say to you? Wow, already. Um, Slave Key's appearance on the show from 113 to 126. I know it's a long clip, but this whole thing is greatness, and I wasn't sure how long of a clip you guys could play. Same episode, that nigga Rob Parker's dumbass mistake when they asked Rob to clarify himself. What do his braids say to you? And Stephen A. Smith sigh. So, uh, he's trying to make a lot of work for us. Nobody vote for those. That's too much work. Uh, best feedback participant, <laughs> Stephen Richards. Episode, best episode, episode 361, Mysticals Day Off. Best random thought, Hot Routes from episode 367. And best interview, Keith and the Girl and Danny. Oh, okay. Nick the Jew says best episodes, 248, 46 minutes. Uh, of course, that is the notorious episode where um, it was feedback. For when Bill from Delaware was uh, mad that we talked about his ass. Yes, he was. And, but it's cool. We're not cool. We're not friends on Twitter anymore, so it's fine. Best guest individual, Sarone Russell. Best guest is a group, the Twib crew. Uh, she said, I have more. I'll be right back. She came back. She said, my official nomination for best episode is actually 257, Give Us Free. My bad. So I think that's the one where we actually talk shit about Bill. I think and so. his entitled ass. And, uh, yeah, that was cool. Best interview, Roy Wood Jr. This is from uh, Lionel Joyner. Uh, because it was good, and I know that nigga in real life. <laughs> but like, I know what he really look like. Best group is best guest group is Slave Key featuring Rob and Key. <laughs> so, Slave Key overtook Rob and Key's villain yeah. as the number one guest. Of course. Uh, of course, our next um. Our next jam. Our next jam is Twas the Night Before Christmas by Snoop Dogg and Damani. Uh, apparently, uh, Karen found some ratchet ass Christmas music that I've never heard. So. Me either, sir. It, it enjoyed this. Because I've never heard this shit before. 
What you gonna be twerking on Christmas? Yeah. I see. He's throw some. I guess he's gonna be giving money for Christmas this year by making it rain. I know. Good grief. You know those folks that got poles in their house for Christmas. What, what the fuck was that Snoop to make a Christmas album? I don't know. I seen it. I was like, I gotta put it on here. Good grief. I, I can see him smoking trees, not decorating them. <laughs> Uh, all right. Anyway, let me try to concentrate. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Karen. Karen picked this music, y'all. Um, <laughs> uh, I couldn't help it. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> uh, Lewis says, uh, best impression, Karen's Elmo impression. Hey, I need the the, the episode number. Y'all keep saying her impression in the, in the minute mark, but I don't know which episode it is, y'all. Best episode, motherfuckery. Uh, best feedback participant, non-chill. Larian, I don't want no trouble. Uh, yeah, Larian says somebody better nominate him. Worst guest, fire. Uh, Scruff says best moment, the first episode I listened to in which I was introduced to Bullet Ball. Uh, I don't think we have a ball is true. Oh, okay. That's the funniest moment. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can't find what episode it is, but I think it's Anthony Morrow was on the show that day. I can't find the episode, but here's a YouTube I think we, clip. We re-explained it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. That, Cause he didn't know what it was. So we went through the whole explanation. Yes. Uh, Chuck Spears says best guest individual, Justin. Best episode 346 this week in Ratchet. And no, the joke about Chuck Spears did not go over my head, people. Ashley Three Classy. Ah! So I nominate Sipping Class, uh, Sipping Saturday as the best episode. Amber P is the best guest, and best group is Cold Slither Crew. So, hey, Amber, they love you, girl. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of love out here on these streets. Um, and of course, she'll be on the podcast tomorrow. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's gonna be on. Yes, should be fun. Um, all right, so we also have uh, comments and stuff from the polls from each episode. We got to go through those too. As this whack ass Snoop Dogg music plays in the background, y'all. <laughs> I mean, you could change it, sir, if you would like. Now, oh, Snoop is just Snoop has been whack longer than he been good, man. Like I guarantee, I guarantee this shit. If I look at the when this shit came out for the info for the shit, this shit probably came out like uh, 2007 or some shit. Cause he, he always got some whack shit, man. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. You can skip it. I, I just thought, what the fuck is this? And I thought I'll put it on the list. Yeah, let's. This might be better. Oh, another dead celebrity, Nate Dog. Hey. I can fuck with this. This is more Snoop Dogg while he's smoking his trees. It's 12:30 a.m. Christmas Eve. I'm out with the gangsters and thieves. Celebrated, posted up with eggnog here and it up in my cup. Put Rudolph and This is Santa Claus goes straight to the ghetto with Nate Dogg and Snoop Dogg, and it's off the album, the classic. Christmas on Death Row. Of course, we all growing <laughs> up listening to Christmas on Death Row. Oh, I remember yeah. Christmas wouldn't be Christmas without it, baby. Yeah, I remember Mom would bring out the eggnog, <laughs> warm up the cider. We'd all sit around the Christmas tree, unwrapping presents as Christmas on Death Row played in the background. This is Santa Claus goes straight to the ghetto. Alright, um, so yeah, we had some, uh, comments, uh, on the poll for episode 396, Camemberters. Uh, 
and uh because you know occasionally we get emails and stuff about people that are still amazed by white people loving cheese and i'm always kind of like why do y'all send me these pictures of white people eating cheese we we started it we know that this is what they do um so the poll was are you still amazed by how much white people love cheese and 40 percent of the audience says every day be not every day, B. Every day. And 60% says, nah, I'm used to it. Let's see the comments. CMO says, I was in the Army for 20 years, and every event I attended had multiple cheese platters. Wow. Sterling says, the poll is really uh, tied right now. How can you be shocked by the cheese eatery? These cracker-ass crackers been doing it since the beginning of time. Oh, Lord. Dan Goff the Gray says, yes, I'm still amazed at white people love for cheese. I still can't believe my love for watermelon. Jay Project ah. says, I was only shocked that this was news to so many. See, I went to suburban majority white schools my whole life, so a lot of shit you just recently discovered, like that love of cheese. Every, no, I've known that they love cheese. It's just we recently started the stereotype. And don't you try to fucking act like it was a stereotype before this. We started that shit. Jay Projects, how dare you? You knew this all this time and you didn't start the stereotype? I'm looking at you and shaking my head, brother. Uh, every grad party had a cheese plate or what it means to get white boy wasted. Boy, do I got some stories. Epic. I'm talking WWE style folding chairs to the head shit for starters. Uh, it's hilarious because I remember how I felt the first time seeing it. And it's glorious living through people that didn't grow up with this shit. Awesome. Well, that part is right. Now, yes. I did recently in the last 10 years get white people friends. But come on, man. We all knew about the cheese stuff, man. Come on. You just got to start this, the stereotype and spread the word. Help. Um, AC says, only shocked by how blatant they are with it these days. Openly celebrating cheese love like Trinidad James celebrates niggerdom. Oh, yes. <laughs> he does celebrate it. Yes, hard too, don't he? <laughs> um, all right. We also had uh, episode 397, What Do RG3's Braves Say to You? Um, and... Uh, uh, I guess we'll do the comments on the actual episode first, and then we'll get into the actual uh, poll. Uh, HC says, I'm offended that Rob Parker tried to blame his dumb comments on barbershop talk. That nigga refuses to get edged up before going on first take. Oh, that again. Google his pictures. What does he know about the barbershop? I agree. His like, hair is terrible. He's about as bad as Tiger Woods. Yeah, as soon as I saw Rob Parker's hair, I was like, um, now we're just going off of appearances and cornballness. Yeah, baby, uh, what's your last shape up, honey? Rob, <laughs> have you have you taken a look in the mirror? It, it, I, I know you say you got friends from the barbershop, but I really, I, I really need you to, to yeah, check, you, take a look at yourself. Is he just walking in there, hanging on the walls? Yeah, I don't even know what that sound was, by the way. Stop. 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 All right. <laughs> what was that? The remix? What the fuck was that? Christmas? I, you know, I think that's, that site you went to must have automatic oh, okay. music played. I was like, what? Cause oh, we- yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I got a picture of Rob Parker's uh, hair. So you guys can look in the chat 
and and see what the fuck yeah, Ralph Parker dog. looks like. Didn't so. nobody shape your hair up or yeah, cause and his hair looked like somebody went too far back with the clippers and made like a fake little little slant on it. I don't know what's going on, on top of his head. Yeah, it's, it's pretty terrible. So he looks like a cornball brother to me. Yes, <laughs> you know a cornball brother, yes sir. <laughs> All right, uh, the poll for the show is: Who would you rather fight if you had to pick one? Carolina Panthers Steve Smith or NBA basketball player Charles Oakley, two men I have had run-ins with and uh, luckily didn't have to fight either one of them. I'm glad, sir. The poll was very close with uh, Charles Oakley getting 49% of the vote and Steve Smith getting 51. Oh, I guess with Steve Smith is because he's smaller, but baby don't let that size fool you. This man has knocked out professional football. No, he won. He, that's, I mean, oh, I know what you mean. Yes. Yeah. I mean, don't let his size fool you. Yeah. Well, he only won by 1%. So, uh, of course, now this next song up is from the androgynous Johnny Gill. Yes. Putting his sexy on this too. Give love on Christmas. Whether it be to a man or a woman, it is your choice, Johnny Gill. Yes, it is. But you give that love. But uh, yes. it's from the album Christmas Time with Motown. And it can't get any better than Johnny Gill. No, it can't. And his Christmas time presents for the men and the ah! women. Yes, both sexes. Um, all right, so uh, the actual um, poll uh, comments were Steve Smith. Steve, not Sean, or Sean. I don't know who that, what he's talking about. He said, ignore my last comment regarding Steve or Sean, so I'm assuming he tanked. <laughs> I guess so, too. Cameron says, well, since Oakley did would have the strongest amount of that old man strength, I got to choose Steve Smith, though he isn't a good choice to fight either. No, it's like bad or worse between them. It's like one is bad and the other one is worse. It's Sophie's choice of ass women. Yes, it is. Oak Dog going to be this is from the KC store. Oak Dog going to be on that, but I'm the juggernaut bitch. Refs don't even look don't even look Oak in the eye. I respect Steve's gangster, ah! but Oak was the forefather for hired goons. Black Dynamite says, gotta go with Oak. He's only an inch or so taller than me, so we match up a little better. Plus, he got he get tired way before Steve Smith. Once he get a hold of you, it's over anyway. No, the thing about Oakley, I don't think I realize this nigga stay fit. You know, mm-hmm. pe- pe- people like him don't not stay fit. He could probably still, pre- you know, bench press two hundred something pounds like like it ain't no joke. Yeah, he stays fit by whooping niggas' asses too. Yeah, is, but but it but, don't matter. He's still all, fit. In all person. fairness, though, Steve Smith is an NFL athlete, and I'm sure he's in great shape too. So what? It's gonna be an ass whooping either way for you. I, I know it. So Michael B in L.A. says, "Why can't I choose neither? Both will fuck me up. I'm not falling for this one." I feel you. Corbin says, y'all niggas that chose Steve Smith, y'all dumb as fuck. It's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the crazy. This nigga broke his own teammate's face, nigga. Multiple times. I'm 6'6", six, six, and I got no shame saying that, I, that I'm not never fighting that 5'9", nigga, never. <laughs> Derek says, I choose Steve Smith only because there was no third option. Just hoping that my size advantage lets me get a couple of good shots in before he pummels me into submission. Shell says she Steve Smith looks crazy. I'll take my chance with Oakley. <laughs> HC says Oak is older and has been hanging out with MJ a lot. The only thing MJ does worse than fight is dress. So maybe some rubbed off on Oak. 
plus no, oh, yeah so. he's hanging out with oak probably because he will whoop somebody's ass what part of his bodyguard what plus oak got his uh got his ass whooped in vegas by those security guards so there's a chance yeah, if it's you and some security guards fighting Oak. With some tasers and some, yeah. you know, some bitter clubs and shit. But if they probably would have came on here one-on-one, he'd have whooped their asses. Oak, because of the old man's strength factor, I think it would override Steve Smith's short, crazy guy quotient. All right. That's what Canuck Duke thinks. Uh, back to some more polls and episodes. Um, we also had... Uh, some guest spots i put that up this week so make sure you guys check that out uh if you would like to know what we get up to when uh we go on other people's shows yes sir um, i'm sure a lot of you guys want to know uh the last episode was 398 oh no with comedian chris lambert ah! and the poll for the show was are people who are known as light sleepers actually just those who bitch the most about being woken up and karen did not agree with me at the show but 82% of people agree with me. Looks like they do, sir. So, scientifically, I was right and Karen was wrong. 18% of people say no. Um, J Project says, we only got one comment. J Project says, yes, for show. People just be wanting an excuse to not be labeled as a fucking whiny ass crying, crying little bitch. If I woke you, okay, I didn't mean to, my bad. Anyone besides those with an unhealthy state of sleep, not that there's anything wrong with that, Karen, unless you know some World War Z shit pops off while you're sleeping. <laughs> Hold on, we got another song to announce. Um, this one is by Luther Vandross. Yes, Luther. So all the bigger ladies with the with, Jerry curls. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Y'all know who y'all are out there. Yeah. It's time. It's your time. You thought we were going to forget about you? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. We know y'all spraying that pink oil moisturizer on your hair right now. That activator. Acti- yeah. Or activator, as my, a lot of my family members like to say. Mm-hmm. Thinking about him and remember him. Um, I love Big Luther and Little Luther. And I know y'all women out there do too. Mm-hmm. Eating a piece of fried chicken. Thinking about Luther right now. Mm-hmm. In that kitchen. Stirring up that sweet potato pie. Looking mm-hmm. up greens, girl. I hear you, lady. This one's for you. You don't have to be lonely this Christmas. Luther will come through the ghetto and pick you up. Yes, he will. And his chariot with wings. Of course. Wings of activator. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Jay Projects was leaving a comment. He says, um, yeah, not that there's anything wrong with, you know, the way Karen sleeps unless, you know, some World War Z shit pops off while you're sleeping. But come on, what are the chances of zombies declaring war on us, really? Uh... So uh, we'll be awakened by any commotion within your vicinity. The difference between us normal, reasonable folk and these sucker ass, bitch ass, light sleepers is we don't complain. We just roll over and go back to fuck the sleep in the story. I agree, J Projects. You do not have to bitch about being woken from sleep. Okay, I don't it happens. Know more, but I'm, I'm not even talking about you, Karen. What you never wake up from sleep, remember? I, yeah, I don't. Okay, so you can't be see women be trying to have it both ways, y'all. Y'all witness it live on the radio but today. If, but, if, but if I ever do, I don't get ugly. Mm-hmm. But you, you don't get woke up that much, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All so right. it don't count, my bad. <laughs> we, got, um, we got some iTunes reviews we need to read. Of <laughs> uh, course, you leave us a five-star review on iTunes. We will play it on the show, guys. Um, now, uh, today's uh, show has three different iTunes reviews. Uh, the first one is from Anthony Williams. He leaves a five-star review and says, After hearing Rod on The Evening Jones, I decided to check out his podcast, and I'm hooked! 
it's it's our podcast but thank you i know what you mean i love the comedic look at all things from sports news tv shows comics cartoons and anime i've told multiple friends about this show keep up the great work Oh, thank you, sweetie. Thank you, Anthony. You know, when you go on the Morning Jones, it is all about you. Because a lot of people from the Morning Jones crew, they come over here. We do talk about sports. But, like, hey, um, you was on both show. Yeah, but our show is completely different than that one. That's true. Uh, awesome Five Star says, K-Dog. Uh, Rod and Karen will certainly entertain and inform you in an extremely comical way. Comical way. I was hooked from the first episode, and so will you. That's right. Thank you, sweetie. Uh, episode 398 is the title of this review. Five stars from King Beef 32. Rod and Karen are so funny. I listen to your show while traveling and laugh so loud. White strangers look at me funny. <laughs> I, so white familiar people will just be like, oh, okay, let's go. Um, I'm a new listener to the show, so I did not know about the white people loving cheese. So I asked my white roommate. I was amazed by the number of cheeses he rifled off. Yep. Saying they were delicious. So I guess people are still discovering it every day. Yes, they are. He answered, I mean, he asked other white people about their love of cheese, so I didn't have to. Cheddar will now forever be in my lexicon of honky dissing. Thank you, boy. (laughs) They let him get honky in on the iTunes review? iTunes is uh, loosening up a little bit. A little bit. Uh, thank you both. I have a few random thoughts. I'm 31 and I thought Destro was a black Scotsman. He's bald, has a deep voice, rocks a gold chain, and had sex with only two women in Cobra. Uh, yeah, with only two women. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, I actually talked about it. Him in the glass ceiling of evil. I think that might even be the title of that episode. I think so. Uh, Karen, that direct TV commercial is funny. Bill, you look like a Brie man. Yes! Because he says it with such a straight face. Black checking is wrong as hell, but we know some old black men still believe in doing that dumb shit. Jesse tried to black check Obama in 2008. Yes, he did. Uh, and please clarify white privilege for me. I have the gist of it, but I want Rod's definition of white privilege. Nigga, that's going to take more than a feedback show to do that shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a very deep subject. <laughs> Hey, can you break down white privilege real quick? Oh, uh, yes. Uh, let me uh, break out my dictionary. Um, yeah, uh, white privilege. That's good. Um, all right, man. We got to take a pause in the music and play some people's voicemails. Because, um, you know, they, people left voicemails for us, Karen. It would be unfair not to play them. So uh, let's, uh, let's, let's play some voicemails for everybody. Um, I hope you guys understand that uh, we, I'll try to play some music underneath it, but... You know, it might fuck up the music. Y'all will see. All right, so J-Rod leaves his first voicemail. Hey, Rod. Hey, Karen. Hey, it's J-Rod. Hey, Jamboy 25. Coming around from the south side. Anyway, but this is the response to the response that I got. Cool. I understand. I'm a full-time student myself. I mean, and I have a full-time job, so I understand, you know, I understand how that works. You know, hey, you know cool, man. I mean, I, I didn't know it was that serious, but it, well, you did tell me that on Twitter, so I can't even front. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, hey, man, can I get my own theme music? I no. appreciate it. Cause I'm gonna it's be your first time calling. This is not going to stop. Like, uh, now that I haven't heard my voice, the podcast, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be listening to that motherfucker all the time. Like, I'm telling my co-workers, like, look, listen, motherfuckers know me. No, I'm just joking, but no, no, I'm really not. But uh, anyway, <laughs> Yeah, man. Oh, right. I was going to ask you, man, because I know you're in hip-hop head, man. Do you listen to battle rap? And if you do, 
do you like Loaded Lux? Because you will get this work. Yeah. But, yeah, man, let me know who your favorite uh, battle rappers are, man, because I think it's, it's, an, it's an upcoming genre. It's not even an upcoming genre. I think that form, that the URL battles are pretty dope. And uh just want to see what you think about it, because I know it's pretty big on the East Coast, like, I mean, on the West, or Southwest, for that matter. It's not pretty big. I mean, you got some local cats in, like, Grind Time, Horn, like, you know, the Pacific, you know what I'm saying, Northwest, excuse me, Pacific Northwest. That battle rap and everything like that, but no, no one from the West Coast really does it like that, man. So uh, let me know what you think, my dude. Let me know what you think, and uh, yeah, peace out. Uh, no, I do not like battle rap. Um, it's pretty fucking terrible, especially uh, right now when they want to make a mixtape CD and an EP out of it, and you know, fifteen minutes long is too much. Yeah, once niggas start bringing out suits and caskets and shit, is the theatrics are way uh, ahead of the actual rap now. The, the the last one I heard, the loaded luck shit isn't even a rap. It's just a nigga talking. Like I don't know, niggas get all excited about that shit. That shit doesn't do anything for me. It was just a nigga talking shit. Like, and what about your father? And also, your social security number is two four seven five nine two five eight. How about that? Like, nigga, this not even a rap now. You just. You just had a private detective <laughs> follow this man around and go through his trash, and, and you and you and you tried to rhyme a couple words here. Yeah, and you there. had two double bacon egg cheeseburgers yesterday. That's five hundred sixty calories a piece. And you didn't exercise, so I know you're gonna get fat. Get this work. Yeah, and then there's everybody in the back. Like, Ooh, it's like, come on, man, y'all niggas not even rapping no more. You know what? I, the counter battle rap I'm into uh, a two to three minute song dissing the nigga. There you go. That's the kind of, that's the only yeah. battle rap I fuck 90 with. Ninety to sixty seconds, maybe hundred twenty at the max. You need to wrap that up. Yeah, uh, I'm no, I'm saying exactly what I'm talking about. Um no, I'm not even talking about standing in front of each other on the same stage. I'm talking put it in a song. And oh, that okay. Yeah, yeah, with a with a beat and produce to get yeah, the ether, yeah. ether versus takeover, that that's a battle rap. That's that's the only battles I fuck with. The rest of this shit is lame. Like it's done fell off so much. You don't even gotta be able to rap no more. You just mm-hmm. be talking about it. I, and your mother dropped out in the fifth grade. Ooh, you gonna get this work, everybody. Calm down. Ooh. Calm down. Calm down. Let me what, let me go into his family history, y'all. Calm down. I got the family tree right here. Yeah, and uh as far as getting your own theme music, a lot of people have called the show a lot of times over a lot of weeks before they even got theme music, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you no offense, man, but you could stop listening to our show next week. In a month, you might not even give a fuck about us. We might say something to piss you off or whatever. So it's not guaranteed that you will get theme music uh just because you called a lot of times this week or whatever. It's not even about the volume of calls. Like mm. Uh, a lot of callers are just uh, so good. Uh, they might leave a 20-second message, but it's just so fucking good. And they become so iconic that they kind of demand their own voice, mes- uh, their own music. Uh, and it's all and it's up to us, kind of, you know. So you may get music, you may not. Yo, Rob, what's up, Ken? This is J-Rod. At Jam, we're still going to live from the south side. But... Oh, another thing I had to put. Well, the only reason why I'm calling back is because I got so much free time. Because finals are over. Like, I don't want y'all to make it seem like I'm just, you know, listening to y'all religiously. I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan, but I'm not crazy like I keep telling Rod, you know. Even though I'm, I'm, well, I'm still waiting on that follow, my dude. Waiting on that follow. Never. You know, ASU, the finals are over. Time to party hard. You know what I'm saying? Trying too hard. This is going to be a pretty cool winter break for me. You know, the fam and everybody here. But, uh, yeah, man, 
That's the only reason why I called. Yep. Oh, cue the same music. Cue it now. Thank you. Um, also, well, right, man, I'm a big fan of UNC basketball. I grew up watching ACC basketball, man, and it's it's hard to see Maryland go, my dude. I don't know about how you feel about it. I'm pretty sure you feel passionate about that rivalry, but but it's hard to see them go, man. But it's all good though. Fuck them, cause we got Q's and Pitt coming back, coming to the ACC. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm, I'm happy about that. Um, sporting wise, how do you feel about how do you feel about the Hornets? I mean, well, the Bobcats trying to get the Hornets name back, you know, in case this Pelican thing goes, this Pelican NBA thing happens with New Orleans. How do you feel about that? Because I feel like, I mean, the Bobcats, I know y'all, they got the little jersey with the racing stripe, you know, because y'all got a little racing thing going there, and I, and I totally get the history of, the, you know, racing and blah, blah, blah. With the Bobcats, it's cool. Like, I don't, I don't know. For, for only retro reasons is why I'd, I'd see why the Hornets would be cool. You dig what I'm saying? So, I don't know, man. Let me know. I mean, what do I know, man? I got the whack-ass son, but I don't even, you know what I'm saying? Hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. All right, man. Peace. Uh, peace. Um... I don't even know what to say, man. I hope we get the Hornets name back. I do, too. I want Hugo because Rufus is just a ghetto-signing name. And what Bobcat you know named Rufus? Right. Other than uh, somebody, 80-year-old uncle. Yeah, we got the only mascot that don't pay his bills on time and shit. Mm-hmm. We're doing voicemails, Brent. Don't try to call the show. Come on, man. Where are my, where, where, people don't give a fuck about respecting the show, man. They be like, fuck this. I'm calling. I don't gotta listen live or nothing. Um, but yeah, uh, for number one, you can't, um, you can't, you can't, um, you can't decide that what your theme music is or if you're gonna get some, but I think I've come up with the perfect theme music for you, Jam Boy. Um, and no, I will not follow you back. Uh, if I feel like it, I will. <laughs> Like, it's just, like, a, what? People are so fucking entitled. Follow me back, nigga! I talked to you six times! Now, hurry up! <laughs> you need to hear everything I have to say on my mind! No. Cause... I like it. I've been listening to your show for two weeks! Like it! No, because people <laughs> you so. You owe me! Yeah, people so wish you watched, especially the way you tweet and all the shit you tweet about. They'll, they'll come in for some ratchet bullshit, then when you start talking about Buffy, they'll be like, ah, oh, fuck this. I don't want to hear about no goddamn Buffy. Yeah, yeah. so, yeah. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm glad you're enthusiastic. I'm glad you like the show, sir. But come on, man. You wilding. Um, alright, next voicemail. Hey, guys. It's Mr. Westside. Um, one to call talking about the whole uh Rob Parker thing. Like I had a a, a few issues with what he said. Um like you talked about one, ESPN is not the place to have that conversation. Like I don't wanna like I wanna make it clear that, you know, black checking it some people need to be black checked. Let's get that out the way. But one ESPN is in the forum. Especially not, you know, for Rob Parker of all people. Rob, my next thing was that it's Rob Parker. Who the fuck are you to blackjack anybody? Like, he's the corny, like, calling somebody a cornball. He's the corniest nigga on ESPN. Next to Mark May. He's like, and to me, I, he, on air, he made a joke about, uh, where, Stephen A. Smith went to college. And if you're the type of person who feels the need to black check people, 
making jokes about administrative and financial struggles at HBCUs isn't the type of joke you make if you're that guy. More like the I don't know what he's looking for from Robert Griffin III to 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 do or be more black. Like what what shared experience what shared cultural experience was he looking for him to have? Because if you know anything about Robert Griffin's upbringing, he just wasn't going to get that kind of cultural experience. His parents, he grew up for a large portion of his life in on a military base in Japan and spent only a small part of time living in New Orleans off of a base. And he moved back onto a military base later on uh, in his adolescence. So he was never really living where he had a very immersed cultural experience of growing up black in America. It just wasn't the case. And he probably never really got it at all, even in college. So I don't know what, what he thought Robert Griffin was going to be. So, and it just, like, there are people to be black tech, just Robert Griffin isn't to be one of them. Like, even if you, even if he was a Republican, as he said, which I don't, he, that nigga ain't never heard nobody say that shit. But anyway, thanks guys. I'm running out of time. Peace. Peace. Um, uh, peace. Uh, yeah. Personally, I I feel like um, and this is uh, James Brown. Santa Claus goes straight to the ghetto. Oh. Um, <clears throat> personally, I feel like you shouldn't have to. You should never black crack people. Mm-mm. Personally. Mm-mm. I think saying, you know, some people need to and not have to be. Who gets to decide? At the black meeting, are we going to have the, uh, uh, this is Heart the Herald Angel Scene by Take Six, um, acapella group, uh, that is, I think is really religious and shit too. So, uh, enjoy that. Um, yeah, Karen, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Just, uh, yeah. I don't agree. No problem. And I don't agree either. And the thing is, I think the whole black checking thing is stupid. And I think also, from my personal opinion, black checking is a way of black people um, bringing judgment onto other black people. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as I don't think you're this, I don't think you're that, and instead of them coming out and saying that, they'll quote unquote cover it up or or make it uh, seem like they're being helpful by black checking you. There's no definition of blackness. You know, there are people that I disagree with and I don't get along with that are black, but I don't challenge your blackness because I don't get along with you or don't or or disagree with you or we don't have the same political views. You still are black. There's nothing stripping you away from your blackness. Even even if you do a lot of things that black people quote unquote don't consider black, you are still black. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that at the end of the day, it's nobody's right to black check you because everybody else feels like they can black check somebody else. But when it comes to black checking you, all of a sudden, everybody want to go up and go in arms and become angry and all that shit. But you feel like you could do it to other people, though. Yeah, that's something that I don't get into and I don't do because I feel like it's being very judgmental. Yeah. Also, I think that uh, black like trying to check black people on being black is just a futile effort like it's a waste of your time and it's, stupid. it's not productive 
and it's not really uh something we can define like nope. i can understand why you might have uh behold a grudge against like someone like herman cain saying black people are brainwashed into voting uh democrat and they need to lead a plantation like that i can understand but even then it's not really black i don't think he's not black i just think he's a fucking uh you know uh, he's a sellout a coon a uncle tom if you will i will even use those words before i get to he ain't black like I don't know. I don't know why anybody ever needs to check a certain amount of things off a list to be black. Like, the, you yeah. just, you black or you not. And and there's nothing you can do about it, really. And before we move on real quick, the thing, the thing that also makes me upset when people talk about black checking, people act like black, even black people act like black people can't be diverse. And that's the issue that right. I have. It's like my definition of blackness is the only definition of blackness. And that's not so. Yeah, my only thing is don't be limited by being black. That's all. Ain't that the don't truth. Don't let that ever be an excuse to why you can't do something or why you can be denied something or why you should should be treated as less don't ever let that shit stop you from being uh whatever get whatever's coming to you as an individual too mm-hmm. like it's not about forsaking your race it's not about dissing mm-hmm. your race it's not even about distancing yourself from your race it's just that don't let it be a singularly defining negative experience to be black uh, in america that's all i would say and all i would take from it other than that who gives a fuck yeah, i mean that's the truth you know the what like what Jay said. You know what what you eat don't make me shit. You know like it, don't let um it's just don't let being black make it justified for you to get less treatment. Side note: Has there ever been a Christian group that people probably got more pussy to than Take Six? Good ain't grief! That, yes, ain't this sexy? Good grief! How yes. many babies have been conceived to this uh, religious, these niggas? A whole lot underneath that mistletoe, baby. A whole lot underneath yeah. Yes, you could definitely fuck to this. With no problem. This is terrible, man. <laughs> this is uh, sweet. Space six is the bomb. Sweet little Jesus boy. I'm just picking a random. Listen to this shit. Somebody got wet just now. (laughs) Someone listen to this right now. Like, I need to call Randy back because, you know, uh, we should spend the holidays together. Well, now we know what lonely people do at Christmas, right? Yes. Good grief. This is just, these are random songs from this album that they got. I'll tell you a bedtime story if you promise to go to sleep. Promise? What? See, this is why we don't need to come on after the Breed Love Hour. <laughs> Take six is the ah! goddamn devil. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh. So how many Black people got their backs blown out to Take Six, man? This is fucking, this is insidious. You invite a chick over like, yeah, we're just going to listen to some Take Six, hang some tents on the tree. She's like, I love Take Six. Yeah. 30 minutes later, you are nailing her to sweet little Jesus boy. Wow. Okay. All right. I'll go back. I'm sorry. I, I was not prepared for this shit. I love Tay Six. I never heard some of those songs, though, but I like that. Good grief. All right. Um, Somebody said it takes six more. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it takes six inches and takes six more after that. Um. All right. We have more voicemails to play. Um. 
and Brett keeps calling despite us having voicemails that we're playing. So, all right. What's going on, Rod, and the uh, beautiful tank tankstress, uh, Miss Karen? Just in case you're still calling in, just wanted to uh, wish uh, you all uh, happy holidays. Wish the whole uh, black guy, guy who tips family happy holidays. Hope everything goes well. Hope those uh, filthy South Americans uh, were wrong about the world coming to an end, and that uh, we all uh, make it through to the other side. I'm I'm sure we will. Uh, just you know. Everybody with all the craziness going on up in Connecticut and and the, the, the continual swore rashness you guys are always important on that, you know, just take some time to really just be appreciative of your family, your loved ones, and everything you have, man. So, once again, love the show. Uh, thanks for giving us a voice. Thanks for what you do as far as helping everybody get through their day, their work week. And, uh, yeah, all right, Nation, Casey Stork out. Peace. Thank you very much. Thank you, sweetie. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa to you, too, brother. Yes, sir. All right. Got some more voicemails. Hey, yo, Rod. It's J-Rod. Hey, hello, Karen. It's J-Rod. You know, Jim Boy 75. I'm alive from the south side. Anyway, but my, I have an issue with you, man. The whole no radio show banging you of eight, dog. This ass, you cut you around here, bro. You already know what it is. You know who won a territorial cup, Rod. I know you don't understand Arizona thing, you know what I'm saying? I just want I, he, he, he know he know what it is because he know we what, what happened that last game. Oh yeah, I'm getting that ass. Thanks to special teams, we we thank you, we thank you over here at Sun Devil Nation. You know what I'm saying? So how are we gonna say about that? Fuck you, Ray. That's just how I feel. Bitch, don't blow my mind. Bitch, don't blow my mind. Thank you. Peace out. Okay, all right, so that was uh, Gerard calling in uh, with some bullshit about University of Arizona and, and something. I don't know what this nigga was talking about. Uh, okay. Hey, man, this is not a phone line for your random thoughts. Is feedback on shit that happened on the show. So, yeah, you talking about sports that we yeah. never talked about. He was calling in like, you know what, man? I was tying my shoe today, and I looked in the puddle, and I saw a reflection on my face. Ah! And you ever look in a reflection in your face in a puddle, and you be like, damn, nigga, is that really me? What if that's another world on the other side? You're like, come on, man. It's just call about the show. Another voice, man. Yo, Rod, it's J-Rod again. Hey, okay. man. And he's a teaser, man, man, to all. I, you know I don't give two fucks about the dog. Man, my goodness. Hey, fuck the bears, dog. That's just how I feel, man. Anybody trying to stop AP from these two racks, fuck them. That's just, that's just what it is, right there. Like, I, nah, we, that's not how we roll it. I'm sorry. It, it, you just can't go against Purple Jesus. It's Purple Jesus to die. Bitch. Straight up. Straight like that. That's just, that's just what it is, bro. It's Purple Jesus. If you ain't, if you ain't, if you ain't trying to get on this Purple Jesus team, then hey, you got to go. Jay Color, aka Mr. Pick Six, still another one today. Hallelujah, you know what I'm saying? Hallelujah, holla bear, baby. Ha, hallelujah, oh, yeah, indeed. You know, it's raining. Man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. This has the worst case of kids. Like, is he from Chicago? I haven't even got done listening to the podcast yet, so all of you know. But damn. You obey the Bears? <laughs> Fuck that. Okay. Fuck that. That's all I got to say. This is Sunday night. I ain't going to school tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Peace out. 
peace uh peace out and that was not all you had to say you call right back but at least now we know what your favorite sports teams are mm-hmm. so that's good you know everybody in the audience was really wondering that I, every, that's all i see in the chat room right now who's j-rod's favorite sports team is he gonna call back what about the nfl there's no way to know and we're glad that you're solving these mysteries one at a time Hey, Rod, it's J-Rod, you know, Jim Boy, Southern Park, coming out from the south side. Hey, but about that Keenan and Kale thing, man, uh, Kale said that Keenan dissed him because, well, not dissed him, but trying to distance himself away from him because he wanted to be his own comedian, wanted to have his own shit. But, yeah, because I guess Ke- uh, Keenan is going to have his own show on CBS pretty soon. Like, I, I guess it's supposed to be next fall or something like that. Like, he's working on a pilot or something. At least that's what Kel said. And Kel said that uh, he might make a cameo on there, but it's nothing. Nothing's too official. He said he's open to, to the reunion, but Keenan's not. Keenan's not up with that shit. So yeah, that's, that's what it is. All right, man. Hey, again, I'm sorry if I was too harsh, man. I'm I'm sorry if I was too harsh on you, man. It's just that's a big rivalry thing down here, and I, I just hey, fuck them. All right, fuck North Nogales. Tech school, that's what we call them, North Nogales University. You know what I'm saying? I take this shit to heart, man. Right? If you can equate this to you, that's like, that's like Duke and New UNC. Not, not, not saying that the, the rivalry is that rich, because again, you know, I, I love ACC basketball. But what I'm saying is like that the hatred is there. The hatred is there, man, and it's for real. Like, I, I just, man, you know how, how sports is, dude, so. All right, my guy who took nation. Peace out. Uh, yeah, man, uh, Gerard. It's not that we don't know about the rivalry; it's that we don't care. So it's just that's y'all shit. You know what I'm saying, dog? Um, but uh, yeah, we appreciate you calling. And hey, at least you got your own theme music out of it. Um, I know that was a big thing for you. So anytime you would like to call back, feel free. Just keep it under three minutes. And uh, I will play your theme music for you. Absolutely uh, no problem. So don't feel discouraged at all. Because, uh, you know, Karen loves that song and she wants to hear it. Oh, hell yes, I love that song. Mm-hmm. So feel free to call back and we'll we'll play some for you. Um, next voicemail. Yeah, hey, what's going on, uh, Rod? And the uh, Tankstress, uh, Miss Karen, this is a Casey story again. I know you're not supposed to be calling back. But just sit at home, uh, a few more drinks in me, and kind of just really reflecting, thinking about uh, this uh, asshole nigga, uh, Mr. Suburban, Mr. Porch Monkey, whatever the fuck his name is. And I guess it's kind of just looking back on my life when I was a angrier, much younger man. And I was one of the people in the polls that responded, yes, and I never hit a woman. But I did put my hands on them one time when I was younger. And it's just one of the things that really fucked with me and sat with me for a while. And I know you kind of like when you said you did the poll, how people said yes, but no one really replied. Because, I mean, there's really no excuse for it. And, I mean, just want to just put it out there to, to anyone and everyone. If you're in that kind of relationship with people pushing your buttons, people getting at you like that, you need to get out. And, I mean, that's what I did. I mean, it, it was it was much too late. Uh, situation of it was still my fault no matter what. I mean, I was out late, having a good time, partying, and we had already had trouble. Came in late, smelling like perfume, hadn't done anything wrong, 
but still smelling like perfume, still wrong, still wasn't being accountable for my whereabouts in the relationship. Oh, uh, the young lady punched me in the face. I grabbed her by the neck. I let her go. But it's still one of the things that just kind of has always stuck with me. It's always just, I don't know, as far as, like, just how I review relationships and if people getting at me and if it's just one of the things where it just ain't right, you got to get out. I mean, I don't know. Uh just kind of want to get it on my mind, it was on my head as far as, like, just, you know, like you said, 17% of the people said, yes, they had put their hand on a woman but did not just come forth and say it. So just being real, saying there's never an excuse. And I'm one of the people that had done it, have never, never put my hands on a woman ever again, will never put my hands on a woman ever again. And just want to say, guys, if you're out there, there's never an excuse. Fuck what this nigga talking about, this old bullshit talking about, uh, uh, it's equal this, equal that. Fuck you, nigga. You a coward. Period. Point blank. This is your boy at the KC Stork. You can find me if you want to holler at me, dog. But you a fucking coward, nigga. KC Stork out. Wow, man. That was some real shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and that was my point about nobody wanting to clarify that 17% is exactly what I'm saying was like, everybody knows it's wrong. Like, it's just, yeah. even if you, even if you were in a situation where you got hit or something, Part of you was like, why the fuck am I in this situation? Mm-hmm. I think the older you get, because like you said, he was younger. I think the older you get, the more you realize how much exactly your decisions affect the outcomes and the results of situations that you are put in. Like, uh, there's a lot of people who are in contentious relationships and they feel like that's what brings it a spark and that's what makes it passionate and that's what relationships are about. Mm-hmm. Um, you look at TV, you look at mu- uh, music, you look at, um, a lot of people think movies. Yeah, it, it is the, it is what we promote as normal is in every relationship, there should be some arguing, there should be some fighting, there should be, that's what makes passion, you should have some breakup sex, some makeup sex, you should, uh, you know, you have to have this roller coaster of up and downs, oh. and imposing it your will, and we've made comedies out of it, we've made romances out of it, we've made tragedies out of it, and so many people find that that is normal. And so much of our music tells us that that is normal. So many, so many of the relationships that we see as children tell us that that is normal. normal. Yes. That a lot, a lot of people are walking around like, um, I know he or she has not uh, ever physically harmed me yet, but we've gotten so close. We've gotten so heated. We've gotten so mad at each other and still try to keep working through it that it becomes the normal like this is you know this is a thing that i accept could happen to me yeah and and i and i guess uh for me too my thing is that when you as you get older you you also are more alert and you're like okay i've been through this this is not being good and as you get older you're more apt to jump ship as you're getting older than when you're younger maybe i just think that for a lot of people is point blank um people are assholes yes, and they are. what they don't want to admit is they shouldn't even be in a relationship but because nope. our society in general promotes relationships is like the be all end all of existence like and and people act like it's something wrong with being alone and by yourself and uh me and roger talking last night there's just certain shit that i won't put away i will be by myself before i deal with anybody that's going to emotionally 
turmoil me, emotionally fussing and fighting and stressing me out all the time and fuck the fucking, I don't want to fuck you after we argued and shit like that. I don't want to fuck you after we, we've been to like, like all that just goes out the window for me. There's nothing that turns me on. There's, I don't, and that's just me personally. I don't consider that sexy or none of that. Yeah. You know, I, 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 but I, I like stability. You know, I like to be able to know that you're going to talk to me and I'm going to talk to you like you're a fucking human being and, and you're and you're not some animal. But there's a lot of people, like I said, they're fucked up inside and they've been told that this is what relationships are. And a lot of people are just like, I'm going to be an asshole, but I'm going to still be in this relationship. So they'll bring down some shit on them. Now, it's never acceptable for anybody to put their hands on somebody. But it's also fucked up for you to, like, stay out till 5 in the morning. Don't call. Don't tell anybody anything. Come home smelling like alcohol and perfume and and then call her a bitch for, for staying up all night worried about you. You know, like, that's also fucked up. Even in that situation, she shouldn't put her hands on you. But you also, if you're the kind of person that does shit like that, shouldn't be in a relationship with somebody. Nope. And nobody ever talks about that part of the equation. It always goes to, well, here's how you work it out. Here's how you work it out. Don't be together. Ain't that the truth. You know, if you're single right now, you feeling like I'm selfish, I got to have shit my way. Fuck what your parents say. Fuck what society tells you. Don't bring your bullshit into someone else's life. You're not worth it and neither are they. And like you're fucking up their time they're fucking up your time mm-hmm. and you're only gonna have conflict and it shouldn't ever get physical but that's the kind of seeds that get planted when you're like uh yeah i'm really going for myself but let me drag this person along with me and just go 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 be yourself dog go fuck people go try to get in somebody's pants go hang out with your boys go hang out with your chicks go do whatever you want but keep another person out of it man because a lot of times this shit is just not fruitful Mm-mm. you know we hear a few stories of people that make it through times like that but there's a lot more stories where you know uh people break up if shit just goes wrong where it's like why the fuck were y'all together ain't that the truth you know there's nothing worse than looking around somebody probably listening to this podcast right now with somebody that just finished arguing with in the car like yeah why the fuck are we together we don't even like each other like no it's weird to me that people keep shit going like that but like he said he was young and all that man but yeah it's grown-ass people that go through that now but yeah i'm glad somebody put some type of example to what people that voted yes in the poll did yes no so i'm glad that he was said i'm accountable for my actions i'm responsible things like that because a lot of people do that and, and they don't see nothing wrong with it they, they feel yeah. like the other person is at fault i'm i'm not accountable for shit they made me do it if they hadn't did no 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 you once you accept responsibilities for your action it's easier for you to recognize it and say okay i won't do this shit no more but at least you were mature enough to get there it's some people in their 50s and 60s and 70s that aren't that mature yeah some people were like uh you know you had a very strong reaction to the poll what if it's just people that hit somebody once that's how i feel about hitting somebody once ain't that the truth that's how i feel like i can't like if maybe y'all feel like that's too hardcore i'm just not forgiving i would not want someone to put their fucking hands on me no in a relationship and i would not put my hands on somebody and uh it doesn't gender aside i that shit does not need to happen no don't you don't need to get physically violent with anybody and if you feel the need where i'm gonna have to put my hands on this person to make a point we don't need to be together it's already past the point man like why the fuck are y'all trying to work past that like you know she hit me sometimes like get the fuck out of here you get out of my house you're stabbing me in some shit in my sleep um all right next voicemail Hey, what they do, what they do. Oh, you know what they do, nigga. What they do. 
Hey, I ain't gonna keep y'all long. You know yeah, you saying? is. Um, yeah, I, you know I ain't call y'all last week. You know? I know. Not because I don't love y'all. Because no you got your own show, you big time. I ain't listen to the show because I've been stacking episodes, so I have to listen to for the next two weeks. You know what I'm saying? Until my uh, regularly uh, scheduled television programming gets back to normal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I, I don't know about you, but I'll be damned if I'm gonna be watching the Chitlin Bowl. All right, <laughs> whatever, whatever one of these bowl games. They play. I'm not having it, all right? Yeah, the bowl. The whole bowl, bowl, you know, the collard green bowl, your feta cheese bowl, I ain't watching none of it, okay? I ain't watching none of it, all right? So, you know, like I said, that's, that's why you know, I really ain't got nothing to say about the show because I ain't been listening to them, you know? But, uh, believe uh, if y'all ain't coming correct, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be ready for y'all in the new year. Y'all better be ready for me. But anyway, that ain't why I call, you know? I said I was going to make this short sweet because, you know, like, y'all two always got something to do, you know, between Karen, you know, getting her hair done or, or you getting your balls waxed or That's whatever. True. I don't, I don't ah! understand it. This is always something. Smooth as you know what I'm saying? I, I oh, Lord. Short sweet, all right? <clears throat> and just wish y'all a Merry Christmas. It's uh, as simple as that. Too, all right? I want to wish everybody out there listening. Merry Christmas. It's as simple as that. I got the Christmas spirit. It done finally cooled off down here. Oh my God, we wear sweaters down here. Oh, it's just beautiful. Sweaters in six degrees. Sweat no more. We done turned the ACs off. Oh, we're hot down here. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, that's that's what we got with ours down here. You know what I'm saying? And niggas still might go to the beach on Christmas. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just how beautiful it is down here. But y'all don't know nothing about that, though. Y'all don't know nothing about that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So that that's how that go. Uh, yeah. Uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think I said enough. Uh, I love y'all. Me too. Y'all know that. Love y'all to death, man. Uh, everybody out there, man. You know what? I I ain't got enough words to tell y'all how much I love y'all. You know, especially for like just, you know, supporting me and all this shit. That's, that's, that's tight work right there. But I ain't called here to talk about that shit. I, it's all about y'all. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, I don't know. You'll hear from me when you hear from me. Alright? Alright. With your pussy drink making ass. Oh my god. Rod, I swear to God, Rod, if you drink that Malibu bullshit and I find out about it, oh, Rod, please. I know you're on your crack and stuff, and mm -hmm. okay, stick with that. That's a star. But damn it, I swear to God, if I hear about you, don't put pineapple juice, okay, and apple juice in the deck, boy, I'm gonna be mad at you. I'm gonna be mad at you. Alright, alright, then. Black out who took nation? What up? Peace out. Um, okay, a couple things, chill. Um, you're right. We can't go to the beach and enjoy the nice weather during Christmas time in Miami, but we also can walk outside and not get stabbed by a fucking person on bad sauce trying to eat our faces. So I'll just take that trade off. You know what I'm saying? I'll just I'll just take the safety of North Carolina over uh Florida. But um It is pretty down there in the wintertime. I've been down there with Christmas before. Yeah, well you know what they say about the pretty ones. They be crazy. That's why Florida's still single. All right. Um, oh, another, um, ah! uh, the other thing, too, um, is, uh, you know, I understand that you big time now. You got your own podcast. You booking guests. 
you might not have time to come hang out with old Eddie Kane anymore. We chill. understand. We love you just the same. So I'll be sip, sitting here sipping on my Grey Goose and Malibu. I call it Malibu, y'all. Don't get mad at me. Get mad at Kanye West. He invented it. Ain't no juice in there. It's two alcohols in your face. I drink you under the table any day. Not me. When I drink brandy, I don't call podcasts and lose my ability to be rational. That's because I handles mine, son. Mm. All right, next voicemail and last voicemail looks like. Um, let's see. Hey, Rod, Karen, everybody out there in Black Island, Fifth Land, this is Brent. Um, I'm sure you're wondering why you haven't heard from me in a good while. I've been um, without a computer since Thanksgiving. Uh, my, my screen cracked and I'm having to get my laptop screen replaced. But um, I just called to wish everyone a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Golden uh, Happy Kwanzaa to everybody else. Uh, whatever holiday that you choose to celebrate. Um, I hope to see you all next year on in the chat room playing guest parade, um, talking about different things. Uh, oh yeah, I've been hearing you talk a lot about this show, Catfish. Catfish. Uh, I tell you, I'm sitting up here looking at this show because you're talking about this catfish thing with these internet people, and I go to Wikipedia to look up what you're talking about, and lo and behold. I see where they had this one episode where this stripper was trying to meet another stripper. And I see the name Larry Drummer. And I say, Larry? Yes, the Larry Drummer that I went to high school with played football with. Now, I knew he was a stripper, but I'm surprised he was the subject of the show. <laughs> but, yeah, so... I'm the, I haven't seen the episode yet, but, yeah, I went to high school with the real Larry Drummer. Oh. I know that guy. Damn. It's funny that he'd be on MTV. So now everybody, didn't, didn't everybody know before, and his mom is a teacher in the area, but now everybody in Albany actually knows that Larry Thomas is a stripper. But that's my little one more thing, I guess, for today. Normally I would say it, but I didn't this time. But, oh, Malcolm, Merry Christmas to you. One more time. Huh. Oh, one more time, yeah. Um, I love all of y'all out there. Y'all take care. Just be safe. And don't drink and drive on New Year's. Don't drink too much and drive, because y'all niggas don't drink anyway. But I love you all. Take care. Bye. Too, right? Peace. Thank you. Thank you for calling. And uh, I feel like that song is a good fit for Brent. It's, mm-hmm. kind of gives me that Brent feeling. It does. I'm going to save that for him. Uh, all right, man. Let's get back to some uh, Christmas music. This is uh, the artist formerly known as Prince. Another lonely Christmas. And Prince make Christmas sound so sexy. Mm-hmm. Black Christmas, y'all. Get the fucking. That's what my yes. now. That's what I would call my album of Black Christmas music. Get the fucking. <laughs> Black Christmas. Ho yes. ho ho. Prince can make anybody fucking them heels. <laughs> Unwrap your Christmas present and yeah. give it to her all night long. Yes, sir. In um, your little red Corvettes. We had some emails. Um, the one's from this, the first one's called Perspective from HM, uh, H to the Dizzo. 
says listening to your feedback episode 396 when you pointed out that two people do it all for your podcast really wanted to have because karen can't take a punch from you so she is not your equal ah! re-emphasizes that you both do so much work to entertain us you both provide hours of weekly entertainment for fr2es no complaints or requests here i'm going to do what i what we all should do and be thankful you have my donation with more to come. Thanks for what you do. I hope everyone who listens, whether they can afford a donation or not, appreciates what you guys do. Best wishes. Part of the 83% that doesn't put paws on the wife and that listens to your show. H to the Dizzo. Thank you, sweetie. We appreciate it, man. Uh, yeah, we do work hard, and but, you know, it is a labor of love. I'll tell you that much. Like, other than people that call in with random ass weird requests and shit, like, Review all of Outkast albums and rank them in order on the next podcast. Like, other than that, uh, most of the fans get in are uh, so cool. And uh, it's still amazing and cool to just have fans. Like, that shit, that shit is weird. You know, as much as we tease and, and pick on some of these guys, like, it's still weird that someone would be like, let me find this guy on Twitter and talk to him. Or uh, it's a big deal that this guy will follow or not follow me because i'm not special we're not special we're just doing like we do what we do but it's not this uh well i'm getting paid off of this shit and i'm i'm running shit and i let me tell you how i got a fucking podcast you're gonna listen to me my opinion is more valid than yours like it's just weird to even like associate uh the idea that someone would look up to us for doing what we do but it is also hella fucking cool so um Rob Parker discussion. This is from uh, Hellitzer. Uh, hey guys, been enjoying the Rob Parker stuff over the past few days. Some of what you talked about struck me as a very similar to certain phrases and concepts among my people. That is the Jewish people. I think this might be our first person that's Jewish that wrote the show. Cool. That's what's up, dog. Happy Hanukkah to you if you celebrate that. Yes, sir. Uh. We even have a specific phrase for something one of your guests brought up. One of your guests last Wednesday mentioned that even if what Parker said would be fairly normal for conversation in a barbershop, his big mistake was saying it in front of all white folks on uh, national TV. There's a Yiddish phrase for that exact concept, which is still used by some people today, even though almost no one speaks Yiddish anymore. The phrase is Ashanda Fardai Goyim. Ashanda Fardai Goyim? I hope I said that right. Uh, which means a disgrace in front of the Gentiles, i.e., you're bringing shame to the Jewish people or making us all look bad while all the non Jews are watching. So, <laughs> that is extremely similar. Y'all, you think Jewish people's like, man, Jesus is a cornball brother. Can you believe he was out there helping people? Yeah, he feeds the masses. He hangs out with the lepers, consorts with whores. We can't uh, be having that going on. What does Jesus' braid say to you? Well, okay, now that's different because only a real brother, a down brother who's down for the cause, would uh, wear braids out in public. You know what's even better question? What would Jesus' sandal strap say to you? Oh, what would Jesus' sandal say to you? Uh, say, man, we've been walking a long time. Uh, so let me see. Yeah, our I'm next, still holding on his feet. Our next Christmas song is TLC, and the album is a LaFace Christmas, and the song is Sleigh Ride. Remember TLC, y'all? 
Mm-hmm. Well, prepare to remember them again. Enjoy. I actually used to fuck with this song. Yeah, I like this song. really made a group of three people that really couldn't sing and of was number one for well, many many years too never let not being able to sing hold you back from being a star people. i'm trying to tell you you know how many people can sing their ass off and will never make it ever and they all got stepped on on the way to the top by tlc and chris brown and rihanna um all right so he says uh so the idea of, of something that's a big disaster if you throw it out in front of everyone else, even if it's more acceptable to talk about why you're amongst our, why we're amongst ourselves, has its own specific phrase in the Jewish community. You guys also discussed Par- Parker saying that RG3 wasn't down with the cause with some jokes about what the cause even means nowadays. A similar phrase for Jewish people that's also pretty old school is whether something is good for the Jews or bad for the Jews. It's not all that commonly used anymore, but it's but it expresses a similar idea. Is this person or discussion point or whatever something that helps our overall community in some way, or is it harmful to our interests as a community? So just thought I'd let you know that I recognize some stuff from uh, my own folks that's quite similar to various things in your discussions. Uh, I just started listening to some of your shows recently, and it's lots of fun. Keep up the good work. Hi, guy. I think that's how you pronounce that. Let me know if that's wrong, man. Um, also, I don't know if this is a dude or a girl. I have no idea if Hi, guy is uh, male or female um, name. But anyway. But we thank you. Thank you for listening. Seriously. Yes, and for educating me. And uh, yeah, that's right. Jewish people, they, they deal with it too, man. Uh, I know if you're Jewish and you get pulled over in South Carolina. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. No, but <laughs> but nah. Thank you uh for writing the show, and um yeah, I, I would imagine that all kinds of cultures and races and stuff have similar language, except for probably white people, and that explains white privilege to that person that wanted to know earlier. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't have these discussions, is this good for us or not? There you go. That's what white privilege is. Um. Giving props, DB Trill writes in, Hey Karen and Rob, my name is DB and I've been listening to you all for a little over a year now and I just wanted to let y'all know that the podcast is great. I purchased a safe shirt like the first week I started listening and been repping the Black Out Tills Nation ever since. I really don't have a question or anything, just wanted to say thanks for all the laughs and for keeping me sane during my bus rides to and from work. I hope you both have a very Merry Christmas and keep up the good podcast and y'all be safe at DB Trill 82. We will. Thank you, sweetie. Thank you. Merry Hoppy Kwanzaa Hanukkah to you. And we see you in the chat room all the time. Yes, Mudslinger writes the show. And you know Mudslinger yes. typically has some ratchet shit to say. And he disagreed with us about something. Yeah, normally he only writes to tell us how fucking wrong and stupid we are about something. Uh, normally Obama or something. Um, domestic violence. Hey, all. I haven't written in a very long while, and I just want to say hello. I'd also... Well, let me introduce this next song real quick. We'll be right back with Mudslinger. But first, TLC had another hit that Christmas on a LaFace family Christmas. All I want for Christmas. And uh, 
it's a song about getting some dick y'all so enjoy ah! uh, <laughs> I also like to congratulate you both on your continued success as great podcasters and as a husband and wife seeing that love that you have makes me want to build a strong relationship like that for myself well just don't do it with anybody that likes Obama cause lord knows ah! they're gonna be in trouble some, some blows will be exchanged over that one but anyway, your recent show, Debate About Domestic Violence, really opened my eyes, and I want to weigh in on this topic. As you know, I've been violently beating the love of my life since around the turn of the century because I thought that's how I proved myself as a man. But, Ryan, you really changed my mind. Well, that's good, man. Glad you could ease up off those hammers. The agonizing sympathy in your voice lamented over the use of a woman's body as God's natural stress reliever really touched my heart. Rod, after hearing the pain in your voice, I realized that you probably suffer from some form of domestic violence yourself. It's true, y'all. Oh, Lord. So I like to cut a deal with Karen. I swear, I swear that if you stop beating the holiday joy out of Rod, Ah! that's right, I'm wearing this thing over my head, y'all, because it's it's bruises under there. Uh, I'll make sure that the love of my life never has to tell anyone how slippery the shower is or how shaky our basement stairs are again. Don't deny it, Karen. I know a broken soul when I hear one, and it's clearly evident in the soft oh trembles <laughs> of Rod's voice as his Nagasaki alcohol addiction that these stories of domestic anguish are more than just stories. They are Rod's story. Stop it, Karen. Just stop it. <laughs> you can change, Karen, because all of us love you and believe in you. Oh. What helps me is waking up every morning to Michael Jackson's song, Man in the Mirror. If you really made a change in my life... <laughs> It it has really made a change in my life, along with Prozac and intense psychotherapy sessions. Okay, I've made my peace with it. My wife and I still love the show after two years. Merry Xmas and Happy New Year, fam. Thank you, Mudslinger. And I hope that this, uh, Karen, uh, how do you feel about that, that email? I mean, we are treated like equals, you know, so I, you know, I, you know, since he want to be a man, I got to treat him like a man and beat him like a man. Sound like it didn't work, Mudslinger. I'm sorry. Oh, you just gonna get me beat harder now. Soulful Saturday. This is from Derek Bates. He says, Hi, Rod and Karen. It's probably too late in the week for this suggestion. Let's see. This was said December 20th, two days ago. Um, but how about having a soulful Christmas song Saturday? I thought of this because I heard Smokey Robinson and Shaka Khan version of It's Cold Outside. And you can definitely get laid to this song. You can get laid to them all, brother, if we sing it. I ain't never heard that one. Now that I will identify with, black people. Yes. If I didn't know better, I would have thought that this was even a Christmas song. Wasn't even a Christmas song. Sexiest Christmas song ever. Karen, Uh add that to your list. Shaka Khan, Smokey Robinson, It's Cold Outside. Um... I think that we need to start a campaign to have black people take uh, over all the Christmas songs. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome if, if like it was a Christmas concert and like white people were singing and shit. Like the weather outside is frightful, but fire is so. And then just like Smokey Robinson just comes over like I, I got this, I got this. Just have a seat. Uh, there's no need for this. Everybody, calm down. Uh, everybody, take off one layer of clothing. It's gonna get sexy in here. Everyone will be better off and we can finally achieve racial harmony. Love the show. Thank you for all your hard work that you put in and giving us three shows a week. The black guy who tips tip of the week. Oh, wait. The black guy who gives tips tip of the week. That's right. Derek is the black guy who gives tips. 
if you are a loyal member of the Blackout Tips Nation and you have not donated this year, donate before the end of the month or Rod and Karen might cut us down to only two shows per week. Karen needs a new camera. I'm done. Derek D. Bates. Now, I'm going to be honest, y'all. We would not do that. <laughs> but, but I appreciate no. his threat on our behalf. No, um, <laughs> Smoker Robinson did Shaka Khan. Yeah, he said, well, that's what he said. I don't know if it's on there or not. Just, uh, I, I can look for it if you want me to. I'm, I was trying to find it. Uh, alright. Um, but, uh, <laughs> what was the name of the song he said? Something about, oh, by the way, uh, this song is White Christmas by Otis Redding. Old school right there. Yeah. Um, I think he said it was It's Cold Outside. Yeah, if you black, you know your mama and grandma know about this and made you play this. Why they tell you, you don't know nothing about this? Right. <laughs> why, they, why they be drinking and shit around you? You five. You gonna know, grandma. I don't know nothing about this. <laughs> That man can sing. He made grandma hot, grandma. I don't need to hear about oldest oh, resin making you hot, mama, grandma. Right. Hey, mama. <laughs> uh, anyway, I don't know. I don't see it on Spotify, man. So, uh. Smokey Robinson Christmas. Don't give me the line, yeah. Karen. I can't, we can't. It might be called Baby is Cold Outside, but either way, um, I, I couldn't find it. All right, um. Cornball Brother from Jarvis aka at scruff underscore mcgruff underscore on twitter he says I love that story about Steve Smith at the Y I damn near crashed my car laughing so hard well I'm glad my pain could bring you plenty of laughter sir thank god I wasn't beat up then you would have convulsed from laughing so hard at my at my ass whooping huh but to come back to the Rob Parker controversy about RG3 I think it really grew to what it was because if you are a minority and have a platform where you can voice your opinion you are perceived to speak for all of your kind white privilege we are we as a black people know this is not the case while it doesn't make what rob parker said right it does have some validity ephraim salam confirmed this i don't even know who he is to sum this video up clip up salam suggests that parker doesn't go to the barbershop because of his hairline Salam did to Parker as Parker did to RG3. Judge him at face value. I believe that is what Parker was trying to say. He just used the front wrong platform. So to someone who doesn't take a few seconds to break someone down and hasn't had the chance to speak with a person one-on-one, you often draw very shallow criticisms or you don't articulate it effectively. Stephen A. almost said what Parker said verbatim. He just worded it... Uh, he just worded, worded it where he didn't sound like the black bitter nigga that RG3 was afforded more opportunities than an average, uh, what is this, the average black man? More opportunities. Oh, than an average black person. Jalen Rose's comments on Grant Hill being an Uncle Tom because he had both parents and went to Duke, although Jalen was speaking as a teenager who often speaks without a filter and kept uh, keep it too real. Love the show. Thanks for reading this and happy holidays. Here's the thing, man. I don't think there's value in it um, to say, to do, to, to have that discussion. How black is someone? Are they black enough? Like, I feel like there's, you're already losing when that discussion starts. National TV or your barbershop. Like, it really doesn't matter. Now, up next is the Jackson 5 with I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. All about a whore mother who didn't even take the time to try to cover it up in front of her children. For shame. Uh, next voicemail. I mean, next email. Um, hello, Mr. and Mrs. Morrow from Justin. Uh, and the, the title of this is hashtag valid. 
how uh, are one of my favorite married couples doing this fine Saturday morning? Well, I hope. Anyhow, Switch, Ayo Rod, thanks for pointing out that about Drake. When my album dropped, bitches will buy, buy for the picture and niggas will buy two claiming they got it for their sister. At the time, I thought it was just a good bar. Didn't we all? We are just like Cassidy. We like that bar. But no. Uh, I thought, okay, he just pointed out some, that he looked good or some shit, I guess. Niggas must be really homophobic in Canada or some shit. Then the album drops and I'm like, oh, cause this shit is soft like Snuggles Bear in a pile, <laughs> a pile of feathery pillows. I get it now. Excellent and clever use of foreshadowing, Mr. Drake, sir. Good to know me and my boys weren't the only ones that caught that anyway. Fuck Christmas. Oh, you put Christ Mass. And Happy New Year. Yeah, well, happy Kwanzaa to you, sir. Um, Dr. Abrica Eve says, from the retail zone, Hey, Rod and Karen, I've been listening to your show for the past four weeks to keep my head clear from all the wild and crazy shit that goes on during the holiday season. You, the Insanity Check, and Where's My 40 Acres are my go-to shows. A few quick things before I get back to the masses of last-minute shoppers. One, yes, I love slash hate Black Friday. There's nothing like cutting your only day off during the holiday. I think joy, uh, I find joy in watching people fight over items that will be sold at the same prices over the next four weeks. Yes. It's entertainment. Number two, the customer is not always right. People think they are a genius for proclaiming that holiday decorations are 75% off on the 26th. Well, I'm not sure how that makes them wrong, but... You're right. They're not geniuses. Uh, number three. <laughs> lastly, people that go ape shit, ape shit when the stores are sold out of an item they want to they want to buy, and it's a day before Christmas, only make my day better. <laughs> oh, and shout out to the people who act like Woody Harrelson on Thursday night. Acting like Woody Harrelson on Thursday night? I don't get it. Uh, Tony out. I don't know what that. You know what that last line means, Karen? Mm-mm. All right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Toya writes in, hello, uh, oh wait, hold on, let me, uh, the next song is, uh, Santa Claus Coming to Town by the Jackson 5, so, nice little run on Jackson 5 songs here, um, I'm now, writing, you know you cannot have Black Christmas without these five Negroes, right, of course, yeah, so I saw your list this morning, I was like, hold up now, where my Jackson 5 at? Um, yeah, that's true. Chill Christmas. Hello. I'm writing in this time because we know my internet is made of camel dust. Hello, 100 star Karen and 5 star Rod. More stars and wins than the Eagles. I had to. Some bitch. Anyways, <laughs> catching on the past episodes I missed. I'm so far at episode 375. And why are you letting Chill tell you what to promote? If Chill would worry about how many dicks fuck Mario Chalmers had in his mouth, then we at the Blackout Tips Nation would have won that Stitcher Award. Million dicks in Mario Chalmers' mouth, and Victor would have never defeated us. Well, that's all I got for right now. I wanted to wish everyone a Merry Christmas from here in Kuwait and have a fuck Mario Chalmers, Chris, a Christmas Chalmers to chill. <laughs> Love, peace, and hair grease, Toya. P.S. Hello, ladies. And she sends a, a picture of her sitting on Santa Claus's lap. <laughs> this, this was hilarious. I might make it a, the show art, guys. Uh, oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, chilling on Christmas. I don't know if she wanted to be the show art, but anyway, that's just funny. Um, all right, man. Um, 
that that's it for today's show of course tomorrow's show we'll have um amber p um from black sexy geeky and mental um and then of course we'll have uh if everything works out man we've tried to have this lady good and shit on the show so many times keep your fingers crossed hopefully we have her on here and we'll talk a bunch of ratchetness with her too um and i i can't go out on this song man i no, I I think I found it. Hold on. Well, I sent you the link to the other one. Oh, you got, oh you gonna play? Yeah. Okay. I was just gonna play something else that, that I want to play. Yes. Just y'all go look up that sexy ass Christmas song. This is the craziest goddamn fucking Christmas song I've ever heard. Yes, it is. Listen to this shit. Have y'all? Karen, you heard it now? I think I, I when you sent it, I was like, oh shit. This is Justin Bieber and Busta Rhymes. So far, so good, right? Double bus Refix in this thing. Me too, Justin Bieber. Hey, break it, break it, break it, break it. Drop it, drop it. Hey, bounce it, bounce it. Left butt cheek, right butt cheek. Hey, hey. Get it twerking and twerking and snaking and drop it. To the left, to the left, to the right, to the right. That dip, baby, dip. <laughs> this is the worst Christmas song ever. Oh, you put this on, oh, black household. That'd be looking like, what the hell is this? Sipping eggnog with a little sprinkle of vanilla, even though it's kind of cold. I'm pulling out a chinchilla. Beaver hit me back and said, Let's make it hot up in the winter. I said, Cool. <laughs> you know what? Deliver, let's collaborate and make the holiday a little bigger. Before we work, I gotta get this off. See the other family members and drop gifts off. Then I'm headed to the studio. Just beating his own. They play this at their family household. Why was Buster Rhymes so much better than Justin Bieber on his own song, love to see a video to this. Could you imagine some little, some little joy boys coming out drumming like they're doing a band chorus and some chicks parking in front of them? I can imagine uh, Buster Rhymes dressed as show enough. That's about it. Ha <laughs> ha! Yes, sir! This is terrible, man. Like, And this is why, no matter how black you think the white person is, with all this black checking y'all doing, black people just do Christmas better, dog. We do better Christmas music. This is the best the white man has to offer. This is all billions of dollars of their technology yes, to make this white boy from Canada. And listen to this.
getting toys and the dolls. Not thinking there's a family out hungry and cold. Wish I wish them that they had somebody they could hold. So I think some of you need to act bold. Give a can to a drive. Let's change the flow. Glow, glow, glow. Justin this is would do better. thousands of years no he's white too this is thousands <laughs> of years of white genetics that's what i'm saying to produce this perfect r&b blend of whiteness and even his christmas song is terrible i'm saying justin timberlake is white yes but he would at least i hope he would no he can't he's Aww. white karen that's the rule they'll never be that's able to do rule. something like this yeah, this shit, this, this is black people doing Christmas. Hey! Exactly. Ain't nobody going, hey, little drummer boy. Justin Bieber and Buster Rhymes. Yeah, this is, this is when you put your Kangos on and your big ass Adidas with them big floppy strings. Hey! We proved it, man. This has been nothing short of an experiment to prove that blackness added to Christmas music makes it better. Who would even argue against it now? This shit is the shit is crazy, man. You could even get fucked to take six songs. We when we not trying. They wasn't even trying to get nobody no pussy and just no. telling y'all, man. Anyway. This has been the Blackout Tips Podcast, man. We're yes, and, and I hopefully you have enjoyed the Blackout Who Trips Black Christmas Hour. You will get fucked. Um, next up is the Michael Bree Love Hour. He will be bringing it back. Um, he's doing double shift today. Um, so as soon as we uh, get off, we uh, Michael Bree Love. Shout out to him. Yeah, the Quiet Storm with Michael Bree Love uh, Hour of Power. Of course, he will be playing nothing but Take Six tonight. Yes. Uh, so you can get fucked thinking about your Lord and Savior. Yes. Um, don't forget to come back tomorrow, 10 a.m., where we'll have Amber P. and good and shit on. Uh, and it should be 10 a.m., theblackouttips.com. Yes. Uh, find us on Spreecast. Go, when you go to theblackouttips.com, make sure you vote in the polls, leave comments, donate to the show, check out our store, all that shit, theblackouttips.com. We appreciate the people that do it, man. Um, it's big to us, man. And it thank is. you so much, man. Yeah. Uh, your listening, your fanship, uh, watching our Stitcher stats go up and up and up over the last few weeks. Yes, it's been Best Christmas exciting. present we can wish for, man. Yes. Y'all supporting the show. Uh, that's the kind of shit that really, uh, really is awesome, man. So thank you very much, man. Uh, the contact information to blackouttips.com slash about. Um, and uh, I think that's about it for now. Follow us on Twitter. I'm Ryder Miss Prime. I'm um, saying that again. That is in D-A-T. And the show Twitter is T-B-G-W-T. We'll see you guys uh, tomorrow. Until next, until tomorrow. I love you. You too, baby. Mwah. It's amazing. I'm the reason. Everybody fired up this evening. I'm exhausted, barely breathing, holding on to what I believe in. No matter what, you'll never take that from me.